Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining another episode of I Know I'm Crazy with Naja Hall. We're taking it in a different direction today. I'm talking to the singles. Now, wait, wait, wait. I know all of you are happily in love and you found the one. However, you weren't always that way. And because of my job as a life coach specializing in blended families, I know that today and tomorrow are certainly not promised. Sit back, relax, and grab a piece of paper because we have some amazing guests on I Know I'm Crazy with Naja Hall. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm doing crazy. I know I'm crazy. So I have my sister, Natoya Matthews, who is the pageant director of the Miss Tennessee Beauty Pageant. I also have the number one live streamer on Plenty of Fish, which is also the platform where I met my husband, Riot. Riot is also a social media influencer. And last but certainly not least, I have my beautiful cousin, Rox Amir, who's an IT professional. She has found love online, not once, but twice. I want to give you guys 30 seconds to give your spiel. Natoya, tell us about yourself. Tell us about your experiences with online dating. And you know what? Do it in 15 seconds because I know you're kind of loquacious. All right. Well, uh, as you said, I am the founder of the Miss Tennessee Beauty Pageant and I am the current Miss Black Tennessee reigning queen. Uh, my online experience, I have been um, online dating since I've been pimping and back since I would say about 2000 since I've been on the dating scene. Okay. Um, been through so many tumultuous relationships, good, bad, ugly. Uh, online dating experience has been horrible until the pandemic. I actually found love online on the dating app. Uh, I'm sorry, on the dating app Bumble, actually found love during the pandemic. So I'm really excited. We're um, a little, it's, it's pretty premature, but it's so fun. And I'm excited. And I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Riot, Mr. Number One live stream on POF. So before I have him to come on and tell his his story. So I met my husband. You guys have, you guys know Tony. He's been on the podcast a couple of times before. I met him back in 2013, 2014 on Plenty of Fish. And the only reason I got on the dating app was because one of my girlfriends, her name is Trace. Trace was like, Naja, you need to get on this app. All the guys on that app have cars. And you guys know we live in New York City. No one really needs cars here. And I was like, she's so silly and uh, ended up meeting him. I tell people I ordered Tony online, but Riot, there was not a live stream anything back when I was on POF, but this is seven years later. So what what is that? How did you become the number one live streamer? What does that mean? Exactly by accident. I went, um, I was online i was online dating or trying to um on tinder and i got stationed in el paso texas so military what what part of the military um i'm in the army so um yeah the demographics of tinder was not what it suspected i was like oh i remember pof downloaded pof and looking for love and stumbled and seen the live feature and i turned it on Nine months later, I'm the number one uh, live streamer on there. So it kind of went looking from love, turned into a social media influencer, turned into a, a number one live streamer. And you can still find love there because it's still a dating app. POS wow. is still a dating app. 
Natoya, did you know that? Like, did you ever learn? I did not. No, I did not know that. I haven't been on Plenty of Fish in years, but I am downloading the app right now. Well, I thought you said you found love, though. So hold on. Uh, well, it's, oh, it seems like it's a business platform as well. And I'm not well, married. Yeah. I am not married yet. <laughs> so much has changed. I kind of feel like I need to go on there, even though I'm married, like as a dating coach, because it's like, it's what I do. Like maybe. Well, they have night. marriage. They have married couples on there as well. They have married couples on there as well. You can get a featured show um, where they, it's in, when I say it's an entire world, it's an entire world. You you actually have to have a whole podcast about that. Okay, it's okay. absolutely well, I, That is so interesting. Okay, cool, cool. So I, I'm sure you're going to tell us a whole lot more about that before we get into your wonderful dating experiences. Cousin Rox Amir, where you at, girl? I'm here, I'm here. Okay, so... I know, and you are my family, and I love you. You have had some luck in the online dating realm. You met a wife, got divorced, <laughs> and then you met uh, your current <laughs> partner. So, so what website was it? Um, tell us a little bit about the experience and yourself and all that good stuff. So for me, as far as like online dating, I've been honestly slick online dating since MySpace time. Like I... I talked to a lot of different girls from MySpace and Black Planet. Um, there was yeah, one specifically. Oh, I know, right? I'm, I'm dating myself. I'm dating yeah. myself with that one. <laughs> uh, there was one specifically, uh, a niche one for uh, LBGT down E-Link. Nothing serious. The only two serious relationships that I actually pursued were from Tinder. And as you said, my uh, now ex-wife, I met her on POF. And uh, the beautiful woman that I'm dating now, I met her on Tinder. So okay, okay. So what? That's you... like a, a shrink down synopsis of. Okay, so I guess it was two two different websites. What made you? Was there something about the quality of the people on POF versus Tinder, or is it just a matter of you picking you picking the right person? You know what? Oh, that's that's a good one. So with POF, that I don't I don't know that Tinder was out when I was on POF, when I met my ex-wife. But after that whole ordeal, I was like, yeah, got a bad taste in my mouth with POF. Yeah. So let me try something new. And that's when, you know, I found out about Tinder. And it was just a, honestly an easier user experience for me. Swipe right, swipe left. And that's, that's it. But that seems so easy, though, like to disregard somebody that could actually have the potential to be a great partner. When I heard about Tinder, because by that time I was already in a relationship and I was like, dang, you're just looking at a person's face and swiping. That leaves no opportunity to get to know the human. So it felt kind of impersonal. That, that's that's not necessarily true, because for one you can look at the person's profile. They have a little blurb that they can put up there about themselves. So you can kind of see if you want to swipe right or left before you just get to swiping just based off of the physical attraction. You can read about the person to kind of get an insight to them. And also it has, once you match with a person, you can communicate with that person through like message. Okay. Okay. I get it. Okay. I think I get it. I get it. That's, that doesn't sound yeah. too, um, and it feels really impersonal. feels very surface, but you know, Hey, I understand like, this generation, especially of people and daters, a lot of options and people have commitment issues and all that stuff. So, I mean, I feel like all of us are old enough to have known what it was like to actually meet people in person before online dating became all the rage. How 
do you think it is different? And Natoya, I guess since we're going in order, let's just do it like that. Like, how how do you think it's different from me? To, what are the advantages of online dating as opposed to meeting somebody in person? Um, I will say um, back when outside was open, um, of course, me being single, staying downtown Memphis. And I mean, it's a big social scene, literally just on these four blocks of downtown Memphis. I mean, I was going out every night and I'm around um, young professionals, um, of, of course, around just in a really in a nest of single people, uh, professional people, good looking people, what have you. I do know that the event for me, the advantage was I know some guys may be a little shy or they may be less prone to approach women because you may be with your friends or may be intimidated or whatever. But with um, online dating, they have this grandiose self-esteem or this 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 boost about them where they they're going to reach out to anybody. Like, say, for instance, if a guy doesn't have any teeth or he looks like a slob or whatever, he will, he will literally, they will literally come up and they will talk to you. So I would say that's the, um, you know, it, it's introvert, introvert uh, friendly. Um, if you, okay. you know what I'm saying? So there's, yeah. there's a few advantages to it's actually. Like gave them balls of steel then. You have yeah, yeah, yeah. They can untuck those balls and they'll just come <laughs> and holler at you. Whereas, <laughs> you know, you know, where if you're in person, you know, you got to kind of make eye contact, kind of wink at them, kind of give mm-hmm. them some type of signal. Cause you know, some guys, these days they are you know like hey a woman can come approach me type of thing you know so it's oh god what do we think about that though what do we think about um and i want everybody to kind of answer this question before i go around what do we think about because you know not everyone on here is in a heteronormative relationship but Mm -hmm. what do we think about the one person over the other being the aggressor what's what's you guys' thoughts on that riot what's your thought on that well, it just depends on the person because it, a lot of dudes, um, they would they would like to approach females, but they feel like the girl is out of their league. They feel like they they're afraid of rejection, right? So yeah. that's why they so kept, true. they would they would definitely like hint and chill just in case because it's twenty twenty one. Um, females are rude. Y'all are not the... Why are the you calling us females? <laughs> well, women. We're not Cocker Spaniels. I was speaking in a general term of species, like male, female. Okay, but, but you're not dating dogs and, and antelopes. You're dating women. Okay, women. Okay. I'm just women. messing. I'm busting your chops. Women Go on. <laughs> are, are rude in a sense of they... They'll be... They don't, they, don't, y'all, they don't care about people's feelings. If they don't like the person... They'd be, like, they'd be like, ew, no, or something like that. And that will hurt someone's pride that really wants to. So that's nowadays, rude as hell, though. That's all you got to be a rude, nasty woman to do something like that, though. That's well, just, I mean, or just not in the right mood. You know, you could catch any of us on the wrong day. Um, So yeah. from that, that's why dudes don't want to approach because they don't want to get shot down as much. And then some dudes are just like, hey, the worst thing she could say is no. Very confident, fellas. What do you fall in that? What do you fall? Are you super confident, or you just like? I play it by ear. I don't. I play it by ear. I say I don't shoot shots. I shoot layups. Hey, okay. I get close enough to make sure that thing gonna go in. Do the old finger (laughs) Make sure that. You know what? That's what you know. So Natoya, when I met Tony, that's what I called him. I called him Sure Thing Tony. I was like, he just had to know 
that it was going, you know, land before he even tried. Cause I guess people really are afraid of rejection. I'm glad that I'm not, I don't, I don't have to be the aggressor, but I admire women that can walk up to a guy or, you know, walk up to a girl that they like anybody that can do that. I, I just, I don't have, I don't think that I have that in me. Not when it comes to dating my career, that's different, but you know, cause, cause oh. So yeah, how yeah. It, can you hear me? Yes. So how okay. does it, um, I, and I want to make sure that I'm being sensitive and I'm being respectful. Um, but I do know that there is a big difference or I, I assume that there's a difference in heterosexual relationships and, um, same sex relationships and who, like, how does it go? Just explain to me and, uh, those of us that are a little bit ignorant on, on how it goes, especially with online dating. So I, I want to answer your original question. Like, how is it different from before, like, Natoya said when outside was open, like for me being a masculine presenting woman, it's easier for a woman to approach me because I think it's it's obvious that, okay, I probably like women versus if I see a beautiful if I'm out and I see a beautiful woman, Mm -hmm. I would be a lot more hesitant to approach her if I'm attracted to her because I don't know. So with online dating, it kind of takes out the guesswork and especially with Tinder, once I got on Tinder, swipe right, swipe uh, left. So if you get a match, you know that the feeling is mutual. So it's, I mean, it's easier. I am the queen of path of least resistance when it comes to (laughs) everything, all aspects in my life. So (laughs) I enjoy the online dating thing more than, you know, being out and trying to figure out if I could approach a woman or not. So Okay. So then... And what was the second part of the question that I asked? Oh, I mean, you answered that. You answered it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How do you know if somebody is crazy or not? Like, I know, one thing I know about the (laughs) female, I'm a woman, and most of my clients are women. And I don't give a damn if you straight, gay, asexual, whatever. Like, I I know crazy, baby. And it comes in all colors, shapes, sizes, uh, genders. So, cousin, how do you know? Like, What's the telltale signs when you're meeting somebody that... Mm this is not going to be a cohesive match. Oh man. That's a, that's a lot of questions. So from jump, we know that you have overtly crazy people and then you have the covert, you know, crazy people. So for me, I mean, I have deal breakers, right? Mm -hmm. If you violate some of my deal breakers or possibly one of my deal breakers, such as, man, one thing I, I absolutely hate, and this doesn't necessarily mean that a person's crazy, but if I'm if I'm talking and trying to get my my full thought out, I don't like to be interrupted. Like I'll just cut a woman off if she keeps cutting me off. Like I cannot Damn. stand it in a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. <laughs> I know I get real cutthroat, but it, that doesn't necessarily mean that she's crazy. And you just never know if a person's crazy, but unless they're overtly crazy. Yes, that's, you know, yes, yes. That's what I say. Right, you got something to say. I can see you got something to say. <laughs> he itching. He's he chewing his itching. Itching. He is chewing his food too. So. <laughs> so, hold on. I wanted the question again because Rock skipped me on purpose. Um, oh, you saw that? <laughs> wow. I, I did. I peeped that. I did peep that. He used her, you know, feminine okay, masculinity. Red, red flag on her. Wow. That is a that is a telltale sign of crazy. All right. So. Um, the question, what was it? Can you repeat the question, please? Um, one of the questions was, how do you know if a person is, um, if it's not going to be a good match because they have some sort of disordered personality? 
Well, you you won't know unless you ask questions, unless you put them in. Okay, that's good. You If you put them in scenarios or situations and get their take on it, because it's virtual, right? Mm-hmm. So you can you can take people through um scenarios and i know it kind of it may sound like like weird but like, like you're hey, kind of interviewing them but you got to do that you have to and then the, the other one was the other one was like um you when you were saying what is the benefit what is the advantage of online dating it's a lot safer for women and what i say when i what i say that is because you can the app becomes a barrier you can virtually, like I said online, we could virtually date them. You can you can give them a text-free number, get a Google Google number. You can you can video them on some of the, the online platforms, and you can set up and build a rapport and a relationship virtually before interacting with them physically or getting them inside your space. Cause you don't know what these people are capable of, what they've done what their intentions are or any of that. So that app you is a virtual barrier. So you can have that, build that rapport and know that person yeah. more than just, I like your picture. You like my picture. Let's meet let's for meet coffee. Up. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I so, had a whole process back in the day, but I, I really like how it's done now. Now the video thing that kind of spooks me out, but I also see, yes, I think it's, less of a chance for a person to get catfish, but it sounds like if people wanted to do dirt, they could still do it. Cause it's online. Like you could, like you said, you can give a Google number, right? You but don't the, have to give your real name. Like, yeah. So when like on POF, we got screen names. So, but the thing is, is the barrier people have people that have like alternative motives are real time sensitive. They like, they want to do whatever the hell they want to do. Very true. Now you're right. Right. Very true. Oh, so she yes. cutting you off. Like, let yep. me get to my agenda type thing. And just to be clear, uh, I didn't skip you. Actually, Naja asked me to speak. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the people listening, they'll catch it. I just thought I'd clear that up real quick. And that's very true. <laughs> Carry that's on. very Carry- true. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's let's shift gears a little bit. I want to know about some horrific experiences fun, that you have had on these apps. I'm gonna go first, and then I want you guys to be thinking because guys, I didn't prepare them with any of these questions. Um, so I remember, and this was a long time ago. I remember there was this guy, and I like big buff dudes, and there was this you know I would always look at the bodybuilders, and that's just thing. I like really just big oversized humans. And there's this guy who said he was a bodybuilder and he had these pictures of him in a competition. I was like, Ooh, he's all nice and greasy and stuff. The thing that I did not know is that when a bodybuilder is not in competition season, he's bulking, which means he's eating a lot so that he can maintain his weight. So this very trim he-man looking dude that, um, was, had photos on the app and I didn't have FaceTime back then. He showed up to the restaurant and he was swole, like Humpty Dumpty, like an Easter egg with legs. Well, he was swole, but not in a good way. And I remember him walking in and I I, could have just, I could have done this. He called me and I spotted him first. He was like, yeah, I got on a green sweater. Where are you? And I was like, Naja, just tell him you're not there. Just hang up. But I'm a good person, too good for my own damn good sometimes. 
I was like, hey, I'm over here at the back table. So he comes and sits down. And I think he could see the disappointment on my face. And so we get into this conversation. We're having dinner. And he becomes like, you know, I didn't even want to ask him about the weight. But he becomes totally pompous. He starts drinking a lot. Then he started fucking. I'm excuse my language. He started crying. He started crying because he missed his mother. <sighs> and I'm not insensitive. But his mama was alive. He just was not with his mother on this date, on this particular evening. She wasn't in a nurse. I was like, oh my God, like how long has she been deceased? Well, she's alive. I just freaking missed her. I was like, oh my Ooh, God. Oh, child. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons I started to go and study mental health and personality disorders. And I made a whole career out of it because I was like, your people is nuts. So that's one of my experiences. That's why I started really vetting uh, people before I even put my hair and makeup on and met them out somewhere. So <laughs> that's my story. Who wants to go next? <laughs> oh, I can follow up with that. Okay. Oh, so this was, man, I think I was on, I was on hinge. I was on hinge. So I'm of course, you know, going through guys, all this other stuff, me, this guy and I, we've talked, we've, um, we video chatted with each other. All this great thing, great conversation. He was very available, not dismissive, you know, didn't give off any uh, red flags that, you know, he may be in any type of situation. So I deemed it, you know, acceptable to meet this guy for dinner. So Mm -hmm. went out for dinner and everything, you know, leading up to it, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, we've been talking. It's, you know, again, no red flags. I get there, we're, we eat dinner, we're laughing and stuff. Then he was like, I just love that you're so open-minded. And he kept saying that. I was like, yeah, you know, open-minded. open-minded. Yeah, yeah. He was I like, that damn you know, open-minded. Right, right. He kept saying, now that I think about it, I was like, him keep saying it, it's going to tell you like why he kept saying open-minded. Man, y'all, I bullcrap you not. In the middle of the dinner, his wife came and sat down. <laughs> he, said, he said, Natoya, I like that you're open-minded because I'm in a poly relationship. And my yeah, wife and uh-oh. I are scared. Yeah, they're in an open relationship. And uh, my wife knows about you. I was like, you never freaking told me about a wife. You said that you were not married. You lied. I, she was like, no, no, it's okay. Like, you're beautiful. We just want to know, like, would you be open, in, you know, to being into a poly relationship? I Man, I'm going to tell you, I did not leave right then because we had a really nice (laughs) dinner and I ate my food and I got my drinks and I literally, I was like, okay, so you're blocked for sure. Like this, I was like, you need to be more upfront, but that was like the weirdest ambush like that I've ever seen. Like I literally (laughs) thought that I was going to have to fight this woman. Cause she was like, I want to end my, I was like, she just came up. Yeah. I'm his wife. I was like, Oh my God, my wig is not sewn on. I'm going to have to fight. Oh my God. And they were like, yeah. And they were in an open relationship and they just wanted to see if they can bring in another, you know, member into their marriage. And I'm like, when I say I'm open-minded, I don't knock what anybody do, but we talked like you. So do play me. Do play me. So that that was a crazy, bizarre episode that I had with online. Damn. I just want the uncut version of that story. I just want the uncut version of that story. <laughs> All I want. Did y'all All see Ryan stand up in his chair? And I know why he did that. Uh, why? Because he's all... I'm not going to say he's all about polyamory. However, mm. he's not against it. So that's that's why he's still and that's, and that's fine. He should have told he should have told me. He should have told me because you lead with you lead. So the exactly. thing is about that, right? A thing, a thing is about that, it's a lot of negative con- negative connotation that comes with polyamorous. And then with that, like dating someone or something like that, it was his approach was. His approach was, okay, we're talking, we're interacting, and then I bring my wife in, and it's like, 
he tried to he tried to he tried to play the he the ambushed basic, me. He tried he to play the, me. Yeah, yeah, he tried to play the basic uh you know, not to be, you know, too much, but basic porno video thing. He thought like if she Correct. showed up then you would be like, you know what, since I'm here. Like so I would have cursed him out. I would have yeah. cursed him out. I mean, I was in the middle of my food, and had I known he had a dual income household, I would have got two states and to go play. Cause y'all, I was like, y'all played me, y'all. I was yeah. laughing so hard. I was, I was like, this, this cannot are you be serious. Fucking <laughs> kidding me? Are you? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I had that stray razor and I had that taser. I was like, what, what y'all want to do? What y'all want to do? I don't go on any online meetups without being strapped. Like you know, Najee, you know. You so. Know, I know. Did anybody catch the fact that she finished her food and had drinks? I did. I did. Because they were nice and they ambushed me, but they were very nice and respectful. And he, you know, apologized like the idiot that he was. But I was like, well, you know, hey, this is this will be a nice experience. But uh, yeah. It'll be a, something funny to tell the girls, but I was like, "Yeah, this is nah. a, you know, it's gonna be a good story for a podcast." Yeah, right did now. they did they have Netflix or Hulu at their house? I, I didn't. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the first time he's done that either. And you know, maybe it's worked before with him approaching it the same way, and he was hoping for success with you. But yeah, right. now you take your straight blade where you go. So. Hey. <laughs> No success there. Too. Like he, right. he totally wasted his own time and energy. That's that's, that's who else? Who um, I got a I got a couple of horror stories. One I experienced actually both I experienced directly, but one with me meeting this girl. So it's a little bit of both of organic and online dating. So there was this girl, I'm not gonna say her name, but I thought she was so fine when I used to go to the club. I would see her out in the club and I never approached her or talked to her. And she had a social media presence. So one day I shot, like Ryan said, I shot my shot. I ain't do a layup. I shot my shot. <laughs> and and it was cool. So we started chatting and uh, I was at my friend's house and I said, hey, man, you know, guess what I've been talking to? I told her the name. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, she's so fine. I said, look, I'm going to invite her over here. I want to, you know, get to know her. So she was like, cool. The girl came to my friend's house, knocked on the door. I opened the door, y'all. It was raining. So I opened the door and I'm looking around. I'm looking around like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who you're here for, but you know, like, where's the girl I'm looking for? The girl mascara was running. Her hair was like all shot to the curb. And I felt like I was being catfished in real time, but I'm like, I know it's her. It looks like her. her. I had seen her before, but she was always done up. But a, the little drip drop, I guess, got to her. Yeah. Like I said, the makeup was coming down. It was just all bad. She showed up raggedy. So what she you, showed up hurt. No, what she, what you are got you shallow? Chance? Are you being shallow though? Because you see, you saw her before. Was oh she, yeah, I was definitely being shallow for sure. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> not gonna deny that. I was being shallow. Like I said, I thought she was fine. I didn't know much about her outside of yeah. being young, and she was like the it girl. But I guess, you know, people didn't know that up under that makeup, man, like mm-hmm. she had bags under her eyes. She was smoking oh. a cigarette. I was like, oh, <gasps> just, just disgusting. <laughs> totally Cringe. Cringe. Right. And, and, and not, not to hog the, the, the thing, but the second horror story about online dating, <laughs> my homegirl, she kind of did the same thing I did to my friend. Uh, well, I was like this girl coming up. So she said, hey, I've been dating this girl. She's cool. She's into psychology. She's intellectual. And uh, she hit me up today and told me that she only has one leg. 
And I'm like, what, bro? You got to be crapping me. She was like, yeah. So I want to meet her. And I'm telling you this because my friends, all my friends know that I have no filter and I'll check a person. I'll flame them up. Yeah. We you call know, it not flaming, guys. We, we call flaming, it flaming. Flaming, toast, roast, <laughs> check. <our> family. All <laughs> uh-huh. that. And so I said, okay, thank you for letting me know. I'm going to be sensitive to, you know, the fact that she has a prosthetic leg and I won't make her feel uncomfortable. So I invite her over. Y'all, the girl got to my house and I had mocked. And when she came in, oh, I got you know, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm turning. I, I, uh, 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 listen, listen, when she came in, I was like, oh, I should have dried the floor before she got here. Like, I'm overthinking it because she has one leg then the dog the dog ran downstairs and he what? was like sniffing around I said oh if he uses her leg as a stool as get like out of here get out, get out, the territory. Get out. so yeah those oh. are two horror stories yeah. that i got oh man <laughs> how did it go like did, did was there a love connection the girl no 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 not between her and my <laughs> friend they were cool i don't think that they're still friends now but yeah was it because she had one leg or was something else I think the girl was just, she was just weird altogether. Yeah, it okay, wasn't because okay. she had one leg. Okay. She was just I, weird, yeah. I'm going to say this. <laughs> I would totally date a person with a prosthetic body part. Like, I think mm-hmm. I would have done that. Like, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, you got a dude with one leg because I don't worry about that leg in the middle anyway. Hey. On anyway, so <laughs> cousin, we have a cousin. I'm sure he's not going to care if I say his name. Cousin Corey. <laughs> uh, <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Cousin Corey, um, he always like he told me he told me one of the most beautiful women he'd ever been with was this girl that in the wheelchair. He was like, Naja, and he called me up, yo, Naja, I met this chick in the club. She was the baddest bitch in the club. I was like, Oh, he was like, I banged her. I was like, Okay, she was in a wheelchair. I was like, Wow. <laughs> Plot twist. But you know what? He was like, She's a beautiful person. And then that kind of opened my mind toward these are still human beings. They have right. some sort of, you know, maybe they were born into some right, sort of situation. Yeah. Um, and I don't say they're handicapped. I say they're handicapable. Uh, you know, or maybe they had a life experience that none of us are immune to. And I was right. like, you know, I was like, they have needs too. Damn. As long as, as, as long as they're probably not leading with that. You know, I don't think you should lead with your 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 disability or your orientation. Right. And well, don't lead with it and don't ambush nobody like that. Okay. Well, Sorry. Like, like, Does your partner yeah. share kids with a loony? Are your stepkids driving you up a wall? Is your partner failing miserably at setting boundaries? Well, VIP Stepmom is where you need to be. We're an exclusive private community just for stepmoms, and we'd love for you to join our tribe. Each month, our members enjoy private conversations, podcasts, expert workshops, a subscription to Stepmom Magazine, and monthly live Zoom meetings. If you're ready to join a diverse community that is committed to making sure you live your best life, visit VIP Stepmom today. We'll save a seat for you. VIP, VIP, Stepmoms, that's you and me. Like I don't, don't ambush anybody. That's okay, Ryan, what were you going to say, Ryan? Because Ryan is a bit, Ryan, you can cut these heifers off if you want to. Now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Especially no, no. Roxanne. So I wow. was like, no, nah, then it'll go back and forth. It'll be a whole war. Uh, <laughs> no, so I would say, like, I would say lead with it. I would say, and that's how I am. What, whatever, like, my, what I think is red flags for people when I get into two start talking to someone, I lead with it. 
to see how they react to it and see if they're okay with it. So because you're not a freaking liar, liar then. Some people huh? are liars, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't lie. Like either, either you like me or you don't. So, um, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel at that moment, and that's just what it is. Um, because if you lie, then you gotta remember who you lied to, when you when you lied, what you said. Too much remembering. It's, it's, it's a way lot too of much work. Way too much work. So I lead with that because if you, if I lead with it. You ain't got like either you gonna rock with it or you're not, and then mm-hmm. you're not wasting my time nor yours. Because if you can't if you can't deal with what I have or what I am, then it's not you know good. me telling you two months later you might be more oh less you know more more like softer to it, but you still don't want to rock with it. You That's still want to figure out a way it. to break up with me, and you're gonna not blame it on that. Like the prosthetic leg, leg, um, leg, right? There was no that, way that person could have hidden that though. Like, but no, no, I'm just saying, well, you'll be surprised. But I, I, you're um, right. she had pants on, but she was definitely walking as though there was something going on. So, had she not told my, my homegirl, mm-hmm. I probably would have been like, you okay? No, you know, really. I would have, mm-hmm. we would have found out. You, le- you, you, you lead with that because if you don't, right, and they find out. They're going to, people are, some people, they're, 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 they're sensitive and they're going to be like, you know what? I, it's not working. And then they'll, they'll take a little thing and then try to blow it out of proportion. But really is because you, you know, you, you didn't lead with what, you know, you had like, like, yeah. like you know what I mean? And I, I, I'll say this, Riot, because right. I'm, the main thing for me when I was online dating is there'll be a lot of dudes that were in relationships or yes. straight up married or going through divorces and they would not be forthcoming about that. And I think I, what the game was is, okay, let me take her out. Let me wine and dine her. Let me make her fall in love with me. So by the time she finds out, um, sh- it'll be too late. And that is effed up to do to a person. Yeah. You have to ask questions and questions raise flags. So I was talking to, I was talking to this girl and I asked questions and I, well, I'm different. And, you know, rocks, rocks, no, we have a term and I don't know if I should say the term. I'm going to say the term. So I, I identify as a, as a trans lesbian. So, and I say that because oh, you know, I as a lesbian. Okay. A lesbian is defined as a woman loving a woman. But and I'm pretty trans- sure that term is okay because she would tell you if it wasn't okay. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, so I'm a, I identify as a trans lesbian. And what that means is, is I'm, I, it's, it's definitely the definition. You can Google it. It's a real thing. The definition is really the, a straight man, but it's, I love That's women true. that much. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, when I when I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that so like I lead with things that normal dudes would not. I'll be like I'm like oh I was talking to this girl and I was like listen I like you we're we're you know we're starting to the the talk I'm feeling attracted with you but I'm having sex with this girl like wait oh listen I'm saying because I this was before me and her started talking right but I'm still. Like if I haven't cut off having sex with this girl, so I told her that you see what I'm saying. Now like, I'm gonna say this: whenever you're meeting a new person, like if you're a single, I think you should automatically assume that everybody is attached to somebody. I think that's a safe assumption. Like everybody has somebody they're kind of talking to, or right. maybe they're just having sex with, or they just broke up and their heart is still 
um, that's hard is still healing. I, I would assume that. So why were you so taken back? I'm sorry. Why were you so taken back when he told the girl like up front? Because of the way that he said it, because that would be an immediate turnoff for me and Natoya. Would that wow. be an immediate turnoff for you? If you met a guy. Hey, Natoya, I really like you. Just want to let you know I'm having sex with Susan. Like what, bro? Have some candy. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It doesn't yeah. come out like that. It's like we have conversations and I, I, feel myself liking you. You, uh-huh. I can identify you. So if you like me enough, then stop having sex with Susan. Right. And I'm going to tell you that because the <laughs> a question is going to come up. Oh, when the last time you had sex? Now, if I say two weeks ago, then you're going to be like, what? We started talking a week and a half ago. What you mean? See, exactly. And that will bring problems. So that's why I lead with, hey, listen, I like you and I'm starting to like you. So I'm I'm literally having sex with this person. I'm going to cut this person off. Like that's when I, and the last time I had relations with this person is this day. You get what I'm saying? Because now you know, See, you know, now you know what moving forward that is you. Everybody has your level of candor. And I don't think everybody could, hand, they say, you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. I know you all probably have heard that quote. Mm-hmm. Um. I just don't see a lot of daters, a lot of people being able to handle it when it's said like that. Because I mean, people don't want real. They I mean, want it's not that they don't want real. It's just that you, it's smart to assume that everybody is a little bit attached some sort of way. And if I just meet you on the street, you're coming from somewhere. You, you know, like if I don't know who you kissed yesterday, I'm not going to kiss you. Like I've never kissed a person, not judging anybody, but I've never kissed somebody on the first date. Like I've never, I see friends hooking up like that. I'm like, bruh, I don't know if you got oral herpes or like, I'm, I don't, I don't want all that. So which uh, 75% of adults do, by the way, America and uh, my, to my Canadian and African listeners, but just there's that was higher than it. Yeah, yeah. And by the time we're 80 years old, did you know that most of us will have it? It's just, and it presents itself in the form of shingles, you know? my me and my fun facts um <laughs> but i don't know it just will sound like a turnoff you know like and i think it and i think it's the way um i think it's the way that you say it so say for instance if riot and i linked up and i of course like you said it's safe to assume someone is attached to someone maybe they're not you know we have the talking phase and then yeah. we have like hey are we gonna make an agreement to be exclusive things like that because i think it's the way you say it so if riot told me that if he said it in a you know in a in a more gentle okay, how way you or say it more gentle to where you be like oh, are you talking great. to are you talking like are you talking to someone and that will be like okay he'll and he can okay. elaborate or go from there because if he and i again like the couple that uh ambushed my ass if we're going to uh dinner with a hundred dollar plate and i say hey riot now of course you're gonna be paying because i see that you're a gentleman hey ryan you you paying a two hundred dollar <laughs> day hey ryan hey riot i want you to know like hey i'm fucking three different other guys but you know i'm really feeling you right now but yeah you're going to pick up this tab right like yeah i'm being honest you know, I would, I, I'm being honest. I'm telling you that I'm, you know, screwing three other guys and I'm talking to you and I would expect for you to, you know, pay for the meal if you ask me out and stuff like that. And you'd be like, hold on now, you, you, you mess with three different guys and you this. And it's like, yeah, you may still pay for it, but it's like, okay, you sure. kind of probably, it's presentation, like, you know, presentation. Now, what you just, say is how you say yes, it, basically. Correct, correct. But if woman did ask him, then he's saying that he would feel obligated to tell her the truth and i believe that so it's yeah Ooh, it, it's definitely playing chess I, I do think that's a rare characteristic though like and i i don't even know if it I, is and i'm an honest person and i don't even know if someone you know if i was dating and i literally just came off you know seeing somebody else i don't think i would and that's and that's that. what and, and that's what we need to change that's that's exactly what we need to change as as dating goes 
forward is because we all do those white lies, those, oh, I'm not going to tell them. And then be like, no, I'm not talking to somebody, knowing that you're texting somebody, but you're going right. to cut them off. So they'll never, they'll never know that you was talking. No, I'm talking to game, this person. Man. I'm talking to this person. And this is what we had. It's nothing serious. We enjoy each other, but I am enjoying you and I feel good in this. So I want to move forward with you and cut that off. Right. Because right. what you don't want is to move forward with this person, this new person, not telling them about the old person. And then they see you at, they see you at the park and they like, oh, you know, you stopped talking to me for her like that. And she's like, who is this? Oh, you know, it, well, two okay. weeks it, before I met you, you know, right. you, you got a backtrack. It's messy. It, you know, I it agree. gets it messy. messy. And then I people, wish there was like an incubation period between relationships where people wouldn't just jump from one person on Tuesday and have another person on Wednesday. But that's just not the way it works. You know, and, you can, I mean, time is relative. So that 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 is not. And people love to. Uh, listen, you're married. You guys have relationships. Time is relative. It doesn't matter about the time. It matters about the emotions. It matters right. about what you feel, how you feel it, and when you feel it. Everything else, I mean, everything else doesn't matter because you. Well, you I don't want somebody that was with somebody on Tuesday and coming to me on Wednesday. That's my personal opinion, and I, I in best practice, I would advise people just not to do that. <laughs> right, um, but you <laughs> won't even know that. I don't, huh? You would never know unless. Well, you know would, because you missed the honesty. <laughs> well, yeah, but people don't. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, most people don't have your level of. I wish they did, though. Yeah, things would be a lot. Uh, do easier. you really? Do you really? To me, it sounds like you would rather. Let's just say, if you were talking to Riot, you would rather Riot not tell you. To rather the white line. And exactly, no, I, that, I, that's I what it sounds like. I wouldn't want him to lie to me. But then, in my level of maturity, even back then, when I was a single person, there are certain questions I ain't gonna ask you because I don't want you to turn around and ask me. But when I feel like, oh, wait, I feel like, and I would tell a person, mm. hey, so I see, like, with my husband, this situation is going somewhere, like, that I didn't expect it to, but I'm liking where it's going. And I was like, I told him one day, um, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to turn off my profile. And then I just did it. I just did it. I think he was still on POF. And then he went and looked. He was like, I saw you turn yours off. He was like, I turned mine off, too. And we're just going to see each other. So we had that conversation. And that means whatever baggage you need to handle, go and do that. I'm going to go clean my stuff up too. And then we'll reconvene. Um, you know, but that's kind of how we did that. It's just as adults, I didn't, you know, because I feel like if he would have been like, oh I, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing somebody, I'm flying somebody out. That would have turned me off completely. And we wouldn't have made it. Love, let me just say this to like wrap up this, this little section here. Like, I feel <laughs> like with truth, it can either hurt you or set you free like you have to choose and you have to decide but I yeah. get why you said you wouldn't want to know because like you said you wouldn't want to be asked certain questions so I <sighs> get why you say that yeah um but when it comes to dating organically you know meeting somebody out or online dating I rock with Ryan I'm calling you Ryan <laughs> riot school of thought like yeah. just be upfront and honest regardless of when the questions if, may come and, and if they know. can handle it they can if they can they can they can't they can't right that means he's right. found somebody Period. and that's all we want right it's just to find somebody that understands us for who we really are the worst thing is to be misunderstood but right. another question i have for all of you is um because i know i told you i only needed to borrow you guys for 45 minutes and we're a little bit over but this conversation is so amazing um <laughs> <laughs> i want you to really tell me what sites 
do you currently recommend riot right i'm calling you Ryan. riot i know what you're gonna say and also um before we get into that i want you guys to just think about that hey um roxanne <laughs> you met an ex-wife and then we don't know what the situation you know we don't know if this relationship you have now will lead to marriage but um what about hopefully. the divorce process okay what about you know yes. how did the- how did the divorce? Like, how long did it take you to heal emotionally from the fallout of a of a failed marriage, and how did that affect who you are now? Ooh, dang, that's that's Take it in a different for, direction, for a right? whole, Yeah, a whole different podcast. But uh, honestly, I was healing throughout before I even filed the d- divorce papers. I had already reconciled with myself that this was not the woman that I was going to uh, be with, mm-hmm. and I started to lead into the process of getting myself to where I'm like, all right, in a couple of months, I'm going to be out on my own, doing my own thing again. So, I mean, by the time I filed the divorce papers, it was easy peasy, lemon squeezy for me. Okay. You rectified everything beforehand. So then when do you think it's um, safe, fair, appropriate to start dating once you know that your marriage is over? Some people would be like, if you're not divorced, then you still married. But some people, you know, if you've been through (laughs) a a long, drawn out divorce, you don't want to wait two years until the judge signs a paper. So when do you think it's appropriate? Um, that's a that's a really good great question and, and riot is, is going off so i think he has an answer for us I'm, too i'm gonna be real quick with this so i met britney while i was still married i met britney i don't i'm not even sure if i had filed my divorce papers yet but i got out of the situation i left the house uh and then i went through the process and i was just like man you know it was about a month after i left home when i met britney and I mean, it's, it's really no certain time you can put on it. Cause like I said, for probably about, I was with my ex-wife for four years. So probably about two years until when I started to see some yeah. dicey stuff, some deal breaker type stuff, I already start hardening my heart towards that relationship to where I was done. So when I met my current girlfriend, I was ready to move on. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a month and, you know, as far as okay. time goes. Uh, okay. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. So you, because one thing I know is by the time that judge bangs a gavel, it, it, the, it, the, these marriages have been dead for so long, but people Next. just stay in them. But there's a lot of people, and I hate to down us Christian folk, that'll say, you know, if you ain't married, I mean, if you ain't divorced, then you married. But Christian folk, honey, we say a whole lot of stuff that we sure as hell don't stick to. So another Ooh, podcast, you know, another episode. That's I'm not yeah, that, that's but listen for sure. So Riot, I saw, <laughs> Riot has it had his hand raised, y'all. <laughs> Ryan, what's your response like to this? When is it okay to move on? It's okay to move on when you 100 percent love yourself again. Mm. Loving yourself is mm. an absolute you wait. You need to say that again. You need to stop, um, and you need to say it louder for the people in the back. Say that again. But listen, that's the that's the only time that you should move on and move into in, anything is when you 100 percent love yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, because what we tend to do is we tend to break up. We tend to leave hurt, and in the healing process, we get lonely. And then the, in the healing process, we do not we do not want to feel alone or we don't like being alone and then we get someone you know other people call it a rebound or whatever you want to call it um but 
that's where we mess up. And that's where we catastrophize our next relationship. You kill the relationship before you get in it by yeah, not said, being that's what, y'all know that's my word. I know I'm crazy. He said catastrophize. Yes. You you do because if you're not 100% whole and 100% like loving yourself and then you have to make sure that the partner that you're getting into a relationship with 100% loves themselves before you try to make anything because this 50-50 thing, that's not a thing. It's a hundred, it's a hundred. It's you saying that I want to live my my life with with this person and we're walking the path together. It's nothing, once you get into a relationship with this 50-50 to 70-30 and all of this, what you do when you break up is you leave yourself feeling empty and that person filling the void. And then they'll fill the void with sex and all of this other stuff because I know from speaking from experience because Mm. I was hopping through and I felt... I filled my void of loneliness with sex because I wanted to feel Come on now. You see what I'm saying? So you have to self-love. You have to, and this is, and I and I want to applaud Rox. Rox is the one who challenged me. She told me, she was like, yo, you put all of this thought. I'm a very, I'm a very, I, I study things to a microscopic level. And she was like, why don't you put all of this and study yourself? Find out why you do the things that you Ooh, do. Find out why you, like you know, you do all of these things and then find out why, what you love about yourself and what you don't love about myself. And to be quite honest, it took me to, that's the hardest task ever. Mm-hmm. It took me a year and a half to even understand why I do half of the stuff that I do. Right. And, and you get what I'm saying? And yes. that created who I am today because I love my, and loving yourself is not a loving yourself is not a one-time thing. It's it's just like it's just like a shower. You have to do this daily or you'll start to change. <laughs> you know, right. You have to do it. We are constantly it. evolving. So. And if That's you so are true. with a partner, were you with a partner? Yes, they self-love, but you pour into them too. You mm-hmm. pour into that person. And people, but I'm not gonna get into it because I could do a whole thing no, and because people don't even understand what love is. That's true. And you can't pour from an empty cup. You cannot pour. You can't. And how many of us have been empty cups? And how many of us have been with empty cups? Everybody. (laughs) You're an empty cup going into somebody that's going to give you all of their love and then they're pouring into you. You're going to deplete that person. You deplete that person and you make that person resent, resent you. You make that person feel like they give you everything and you give them nothing because in 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 grand scheme of things you can't you have nothing to give. Preach. Why are you in a relationship and you started. have nothing to give? <laughs> Preach. Wow. Hey, I digress. Hey. Listen, yeah, I got to start. I'm over, I'm over here shaking back and forth, baby. Now that you spoke mm-hmm. a word right there, Ryan. Natalia, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is this person that you are with the one? He is the one. He is most definitely the one. And I want him to be the one. That's what we're praying for. Uh, just to piggyback off of what Ryan, uh, what Ryan said, uh, having a partner that is, you know, healthy, that adds to your happiness, that adds to your wholeness, that's a bunch of fun, spiritually inclined, and just literally have a serving type mentality when it comes to a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm experiencing. And I know my sister, of course, Naja knows, like we have, I mean, we, she knows how much I've been praying for a partner, but more so um, in like, 
how rocks was to riot. Now I just told me, hey, you need to get into therapy. You need to spend some time alone. Uh, the whole pen months and months went past through the pandemic and I was in therapy and I was being by myself because when the world was open, I was a social butterfly. I was going in and out relationships or having and situationships. it's easy to deflect when you got distractions. It is. Available. It's so easy to be. And I mean, the pandemic hit and I'm by myself and we can't do anything. And I'm like, yo, I don't like being by myself. I can't be by myself. I'm bored by myself. And it's like, okay, you can get bored. But I was like, I'm not happy with myself. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop dating. We're going to go through this therapy thing. We're going to go through this healing thing. And of course, with me, healing is a dance. Can't put a time step on it. Some days, you know, you are on a, on a, on a high, mighty white cloud. And then sometimes you have like little relapses or things like that. Yeah. But I was like, of course, I was like, I was like, I'm going to stop praying for a husband. I'm going to stop praying for a partner. And I'm going to just pray for fulfillment and be the woman that God's want me to be. And he'll add everything to me, uh, career wise, financial wise, mentally, all of that good stuff. And I was like, I'm not looking anymore. It'll come to me. I'm going to have fun with myself. I mean, through the pandemic from March up until I met my current partner, I literally had fun with myself and it was hard and it was crazy and it was a wild ride. But I was like, okay, like Raya said, I need to know why I do certain things the way that I do and why, you know, yeah. it's a lot of shadow work. A lot of shadow work had to be uh, done. So um, I, I, I don't know if Nadja remember, it was her husband. I had my friend over, my other twin sister uh, was there. And I was like, I was praying for a husband. I was praying for wholeness. And I we were all drinking. And I was like, y'all go around a circle and just pray for my wholeness. Pray for the things that I want. And we did like a kumbaya yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been drunk and somebody An ambush said, intervention. Yes, 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 yes right. Look at right. <laughs> you, you know and I was like, damn, man, my little sister is ready. She is standing here vulnerable in front of us, trusting us enough to ask us to appeal to God on her behalf. Mm, I yes. was like, wow, she's that, ready. That's why I knew you were ready then. You know? Yes. Yeah, you, I mean... Yeah. Not yeah. Naja, of course. I mean, of course, you know, no, no plug, shameless plug. I mean, life coach, the best like out there, because of course, Naja even knows the talks that she's gave me and the wisdom that she's gave me from, uh, you know, just being married and all that great stuff. So I was like, OK, bam, you know, pandemic from March to July. I've been, been doing this thing by myself. My girl said, get on Bumble. I was like, eh, I ain't doing no online dating. You know what I'm saying? I wrote the, I, I can write a book on how, you know, just crazy it is. I ain't trying to do all that. And I just got this piece and I don't want nobody messing with my piece right now. She was like, no, with Bumble, Bumble is cool because you don't get uh, loaded with a bunch of inboxes. You actually get to pick the guy. And I was like, oh, you know, reaching out to a guy first. I was like, okay, I can see how that can be cool online because I don't want to be bombarded with toothless guys or, you know, fat, you know, <laughs> ugly, just crazy, you know, crazy guys or whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever. Man, I'm on Bumble two days. I'm swiping, doing all this other stuff. I was like, oh my God, the ghetto. I hate it here. I'm going to go back into my <laughs> cubby hole. And, and then I ran across my partner and I was, all I simply said was hi there. This my, It was like three o'clock in the morning. He responded right back. And I was like, oh, goodness, it's one of those. Okay, just already available. Just a, oh, just a ready-made uh, deal. Oh, wait, so oh, uh, Toya, Roxanne has a question for you. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, so um, no tea, no shade if it's not. But is is this the same guy that I met when I came to Memphis for... Uh, yeah! The last time I saw y'all. Yeah! Oh, okay. That's him. That's him. That's him. So, because you, you'll, like you. you'll be getting an invitation. You'll be getting an And because that, um, of course, you know, we were, um, you know, we all seen each other for the uh, funeral. And yeah. literally, it was a couple of weeks prior to that. Um, uh, oh, wow. Grandma passed in July 
um, July 31st. We met a couple of weeks before that, and he was so cool. We hit it off so great. I was like, look, my grandma wow. says, you want to go to a funeral with me? And I was like, I know that's crazy. If so, if I dated somebody and they was like, you want to go to a funeral with me? I'd be like, like bro. He <laughs> was there. Man. He was present. He, you could tell that he was he was there for you in, and in yeah. other support of whatever you needed, you know, during that time. So that's what's up, cuz. That's what's up. Uh, and let me yeah. tell you what. And let me tell you why I did like the fella. Because you know, I think my husband. We were talking this morning. It's so important when you're dating a person or considering a person to date that they're they're gonna fit into your family culture. Because dating a yeah. person can throw everything off. It can ruin relationships. It could, you know, it could do a lot. And so uh, I went on the first date uh, on the, this dude that she's talking about now. She did. <laughs> Wow. They did did a bust up, what's up on me? They did a bust up, what's up on me? She told us, she was like, yeah, I met this guy, you know, this is his name, and we're going to meet up at so-and-so, so-and-so. And And I was like, huh, and I text her sister, her twin, and I was like, girl, roll past me real quick, because that's the type of family we are. (laughs) Correct. we're rolling past, taking pictures. She was like, is this you? She called me. She texted me. Uh, is this you? Are you effing? No, no, no. Tell the truth, Naja. Do not lie. They rolled by in their big truck with the window down. Naja had her camera phone recording me and Ifashula on a date. And he was, of course, I knew who she was, but he was like, yo, did it look like this? You know, did it look like that truck was recording us? Had a camera on us? I said, man, man, why? And then the other sister popped out behind the bushes and she had her boyfriend with her and I made my husband drive me, but I didn't tell him that we were going to do that. I told him I needed to take me, take me somewhere. Because otherwise he wouldn't have done it. And so he was like, man, you got me caught up in this bullshit. But... <laughs> Natoya was like, man, we see y'all. Just come on. Just join us. So it was literally yeah. all of us on their first date. And, yep. and anybody else probably would have been pissed or be like, your family's weird. But he was so cool about it. We had a great conversation. It was laughs. He was like, all right, I see you come from like and, the real like, um, funny family. And, and the, from like from a male perspective, right? It's it. I see it in a different light than how y'all see it. Y'all see it as like y'all crazy. From a male perspective, it's like they cherish her. Right. They ready. They ain't on no bull crap. They care about her. They cherish her. And she's someone to be cherished. So it could have made him love her or care for her even more because he has to like now, like, yo, you can't. You can't fail. You got a you lot of people. Right. Yeah, she got a lot of people and a lot of eyes on you. And it was and, and like and I'm I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for you guys. And and uh, yo, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be at the wedding. I'm gonna be the celebrity guest. Yes, you oh, are. Just you say you, you are. Oh yeah, gonna be, yeah, gonna be at the wedding. MC. You gotta be the MC can, though. Yeah. But the reason yeah. why the re- the only reason why, and I feel what you're saying, Riot, because I totally agree. The only reason that was crazy, like I said, I me and this guy matched on bubble at three o'clock in the um three o'clock in the morning. We started texting. Like I was like, I'm gonna go out on a limb and eventually. Yeah, I would go out on the limb and I'm gonna give him my social media handles and you know give him my email address. And I we were talking so much, I was like, okay, well, you know, well, text me. When eight o'clock in the morning, we both had to work that day. Eight o'clock in the morning, this man called me. We literally met at three o'clock in the morning. This man called me. We stayed on the phone for four hours. I was at work on and off talking to him for four hours. Exactly, it was weird. And then he was like, you know what? Turn, come to Lord. find out, we got the same birthday, Pisces, hopeless romantic. Well, he was like, look, hey, when you get off. Can you, when you get off, can I take you out? I was like, oh my God, you know oh, what? So yes. y'all had just met that day that yep. we did. We met that. What's, what's up on you guys? Yes, that's why I wanted, that's why I was happy y'all came. That's why I told you, I was like, y'all, I'm going to meet this guy. I got my straight razor and my wig and I got my taser charger. Me too, but you know, yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna meet this guy. It just seems like a cool connection, you know. We go into a public place in the daytime, whatever. But I'm a, you know, whatever. We gonna ball out at the. Like I said, at this time, I was, you know, healing. I'm good. I'm whole. I'm like, if it don't work out, I can always just leave. And I got my right. straight razor and taser and Vaseline if I need to go down. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> so I got a question. Maybe I'm not old enough. Maybe I'm not old enough. Did she say she gave him her email address? Like, what part of the game? Is that? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Because I was like, I was like, you know what? We can converse. I was like, I mean, I was being a, I, I was being a BTC, B-I-T-C-H because we were doing the instant messages on Bumble not, not too or whatever. You stayed on the phone with him four hours. Not yeah, and I was like, same night. And I was like, email me. And I was like, you know what? Because I was like, I wasn't planning on talking to him like that. So I was like, give me your email. You email me. I get back with you. We could do like I was like. I was like, man, I was like, oh, that was that was a little extra. Cause I'm like, you got my social media handles. We yeah, followed each other. So we can kind of DM each other. So I was like, that I was just being, you know, being okay, a little okay. hard. But that didn't work because clearly, you know, bam, we got the digits a couple okay. of hours later. And then <laughs> yeah, so we met each other the same, the same day. He was like, yo, can I take you out? He, uh, of course, you know, my sisters ambush my date, ambushing, you know, just seems to be my thing. God loves to throw, you know, just whatever, keep it spicy in my life. Mm-hmm. My sisters ambush the date after they left. And you know what? Ooh, I didn't have, as I'm a scrutinizing big sister, I don't, you know, my yes. family, I don't take my family as <laughs> yeah. clients. Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be your coach. I ain't going to be your therapist, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a big sister and I take that job very seriously. And I was like, okay. I said, I don't have anything awful to say about him. I mean, he could put on a shirt. He was like, you know, he's one of those workout guys. So he had on like a little workout tankini. But I was like, he seems, he seems cool. Like, I, you know, he seemed, I didn't have anything to say. Uh, and, it, and that's good. That's a great thing, you know, because I, I know these girls is history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we then went through some toads and some roads and some. Woo. I have a question. And I don't, um, yeah, I don't want to, you know, take up. We're family story. here now. You're, you're a so cousin too now, my right? Qu- my question is, all of you guys experienced um, online dating. What about long distance online dating? Oh, um, it's a, it's a hard, quick no for me. Been there, done that. Got a t-shirt for it. Very ghetto. Tell Would not why, recommend. Tell Tell Two stars. Okay, we family. We being <laughs> transparent. Yeah. I was dating this guy. I got out of college. I was like immediately after, uh, immediately after college, I knew I was going to relocate. So I was on online dating. You know, I was talking to guys in certain cities and stuff like that. Because I'm like, you know, whatever, man. I didn't have the permission to move because of a guy. But I was like, you know what? I'm open to, you know, distant dating. Man, can I, can I say his name? Or is there like some type no, of legal don't sign? Say his name. Or, girl, know. F him, girl. F him. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Okay, but so anyway, so I met a guy, cool guy. I mean, flute. I but mean, he had I was a getting... big ass. Like he had a fat ass, like a big donkey booty. I, I'm like, talking about Buffy the Body. Like if Buffy it was a girl in some leggings, you'd be like, "Damn, that's a bad bitch." Like he. Yeah, had I remember ass. Buffy the Body. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> he had some yeah. thick thighs. He had man hips and man boobs. We gynomastia. That's a. That's. I had to go Google it. <laughs> I had to go. Oh, the teaser shine. I'm sorry, but, yeah. so please but, Right, so don't Look, say his name now. Drop his pour your, Ryan is pouring himself a drink. Yeah, pour, pour yourself a drink. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll, we'll, we'll all have to talk after we get out this car because I can really give you the real. <laughs> but okay, go ahead and 
finish. Wrap up. You okay. go ahead and finish up. Okay, so, so just to wrap up things. So I was like, okay, I had, um, he lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. I had so many friends uh, out in Charlotte. And I was like, I want to, I would love to move there. Me and this guy hit it all cool. He was, he flew out to me, was flying me out. I was staying with my girls when I went to go uh, out there to visit. And of course, you know, being with him, pretty cool guy. I was like, man, I'm finna move to freaking Charlotte. Moved to Charlotte the day after Christmas was back before Valentine's Day because I get my man. I ain't saying Charlotte nothing but a month and a half because I know it was a hot mess. Nah, nah. So and what, I can I'm gonna give like a little bit of insight without giving too much information. But Riot, to answer your question, um, online dating is a beautiful thing. I think. Cause you know, it gives you the opportunity to really, you, you can only talk. You can't meet up with a person that prevents premature sex. Um, that means you have to travel to meet one another because so somebody has to have some sort of money. You can't have sex prematurely, obviously, but you can't do anything with those feelings. Cause you're just talking on the phone. It's not like a lust thing. Go ahead. Not true. What you, it prevents. Well, my I mean, last, I, I, because my last, my last relationship, Mm-hmm. Four or five months ago, I met her kind of like the little story. We conversated. I flew her out the next day. Oh, Lord. Oh, you my type of guy. You know, like spending coins, you know what you want. Right? It, it, we family. We family. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. We, things hit it off. We, you know, we got in a, we got in a relationship amazing person she's an amazing person we just didn't work because of my triggers and you know what were your triggers so i um if we want to get like personal i have two triggers two main triggers that i don't care if you hit those triggers peace love and hair grease okay um I i hate being accused and i hate being called a liar because i would never lie to you and i would never i would never put a female in a predicament where they feel like they're not my only they're not my own you get my passwords to my phones all of that you can whatever you want you can get because i want you to know if i'm for you i'm for you no one else i'm for you so being accused and being um, called a liar, and she'll so that person that. did that. She'll tell, you kinda... the, she'll tell you the story herself, and um, we're still cool to this day. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's going. But for you won't her. give her another chance. No, God, no. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, we do not go backwards, and I, I would not. You, you get, you get what I'm saying, and it's not nothing to to say to her, but it's in a relationship. If someone you tell someone triggers or your flags or things like that and they and they do it anyway either consciously or subconsciously mm-hmm. it's it's the equivalent of someone standing in front of you with a gun and shoots and misses why the hell would I stay there for you to shoot me for real so that's how I feel about it that's that's well, where I think I'm that thinking. is actually a black and white it is thinking it is. but that's not safe it's not healthy nor is it effective because you just mentioned if someone does something subconsciously then they're not even aware that this they're is doing it and so what about giving people chances no what about based on the circumstance <laughs> no okay. you can say i don't like this this and this they're like well i just met you today and no, I no, no, probably- no, no. it was not like that see rocks know she was a big part in into this relationship and she knows that I, I wasn't as black and white as I'm saying it, it is. It was elongated, trying to 
Okay. And it was a continuance. And then it was, oh, I see. You, you get what I'm saying? I and see, I see. Time, and it, it was just, it was just the universe showing It was me, a lot. No. So I do was, like long distance relationships, but there has to be a plan. Like one of us is going to have to unass. Somebody's going to have to. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to make plans to move. And if, you know, if it's not, if you, if you meet a person and neither one of you is able or willing to move, then you may as well just be pen pals forever. So, you know, it has, there has to be a plan. I like when people, if you're considering moving to a city and you're like, Hey, let me go see what's in Atlanta. And you start, you change your profile. to I'm from Atlanta. You start seeing people there, but you know, you're moving there in two months. That's different. Like have a plan. So Can I ask Ryan a question? Because, of course, like you said, I don't know your situation. Rox knows your situation. I understand, like, some things are just a straight-up deal-breaker. But as far as nursing insecurities and triggers and stuff like that, you do expect your partner to have a certain level of, um, you know, respect for that. What if you get with a partner, everything is going good, and she has a certain level of insecurity, and she doesn't want you on the Plenty of Fish site where you are a national star on? What would no you go. do? But she, I mean, everything else is great. And that's a great answer. That app saved my life, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I have PTSD, depression, suffered from suicidal ideations. And I literally was going to kill myself the second day on the app. And I went on that app, right? Mm. It saved my life. So for it to be that for me and you asking me to leave it. And that's just like me asking you, that if you went to school to be a doctor, spent 12 years, and I'm like, I don't like you being a doctor. Quick. Gotcha. Gotcha. And like, and that comes where that trust, like you said, the trust, like I don't like it. You, I guess that comes in where the trust right. comes in. Because so. that's like, he okay. says he makes money on the app too now. So that's like asking a person to leave their lucrative job. Like what? That doesn't, yeah. Right. So Natoya, yeah. how'd you end up making a decision to leave um, in that very short span of time and return back home? Can, can we be, yeah, can, now- <laughs> Big can Booty be Judy! Real? Can we be real? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So again, uh, you know what I'm saying? I moved there prematurely. I just wanted to move. I had a backup plan. I was like, all of my girls stayed there, whatever. I can just, you know, it's a progressive city for young black professionals. I can, I can thrive there anyway, anywhere it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just wasn't planned out all the way. I got there. The housing situation was not like it, like he told me it was. Um, I got there. Uh, my bed was, I did not have a bed. My mattress was on the floor with him. Uh, <laughs> the floor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, you know, like, like when we saw, we saw each other on the weekend. So, you know, you, you know, when we did our thing was, was physical with each other, you know, it was real quick. Well, bam, thank you, man. We had to combine going out, you know, just being intimate, all this stuff. But clapping seeing, them booty, that big old seeing, juicy booty. Seeing them, seeing them, seeing those hips and ass every day like that <laughs> in, the light, in the dark. I mean, I, I haven't been turned off. And when I was laying on the floor, I, when I was laying on the floor, one morning, one morning, God woke me up on, I'll never forget it. God woke me up on a crisp Sunday morning and I rolled back the sheets onto the floor. It was not a short throw to throw the sheets from the floor to the mattress. I saw skid marks from his big ass. And I said, okay, now I <laughs> I got to go. I got, I, I came home what was supposed to be a visit. And I was like, you know what? I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. And that's what, that, his that's what body, the, it was, it was a, it was a lot of other contributing factors. But that was a straw that, that broke the camel's back. I am clutching my 
pearls. He boo boo. <laughs> so wait, it was boo boo. That's a skip. Mark. I think he. I think he. I think he took a deuce and he just didn't wipe himself. And you know how yeah. sometimes people, you know, you sleep naked and you kind of wrap yourself up in the cover. I think he probably just kind of his. It got stuck in that big booty and it just, you know, <laughs> boo boo residue kind of. Public service announcement. If you if you a grown person and you don't you don't have flushable wipes or baby wipes and thank you, know. you and that's when I knew I was like oh you don't take care of your hygiene you is it's not gonna that's just one of the things how do you let boo boo stay in there though you know like you when you wipe you're supposed to wipe until it's clear that's something you learn that's when true. you're being or hop in the shower before yeah, you lay in the bed naked before you lay in the bed naked maybe take a shower but you know y'all I've been through a lot I've been through a lot you have girl you deserve <laughs> our love you've been through so much. Loud. I dated Buffy the body. I got ambushed. Like, he had childbearing. Big booty Judy. <laughs> Big old juicy donk. He had a honky tonk for donka donk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. my god. Oh my god. So guys, uh, tell us. Right. We're gonna start with you. How can everybody find you that wants to connect with you? Give them your handles, website, um, plenty of fish link. How can we find you? Yes. Don't me, I'm crazy. All right, no. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Riot underscore the God is my IG. I go by Riot the Ruler on um, POF. If you literally go to POF and download the app, you will see me on the all-time leaderboard, number four all-time. Um, you will see me on, probably on live now because I'll probably be live and I'm usually number one or number two that's going live. I'll be on the leaderboard. I'll be on the little poster thing that you see. Um, yes. I'm literally, if you download POF, it'd be kind of hard to miss me. I'm the uh, number one African-American on all three platforms. So POF, Meet Me, and Scout are conjoined in this live streaming thing. So it's not only one app, it's three apps. So you can cross date on different apps. So Riot underscore the God, D-A-G-O-D, and that's on Instagram. And then just Riot, the, 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 the ruler on POF, Riot anywhere. You we'll find, he Basically, he's like, baby, Google me, okay? I'm gonna yeah, you can definitely Google myself. Riot the God or Riot the ruler and find me, so... Yeah. Rocks. Are, are your profiles... I know you have, like, you know, you got a real job. You know, your profiles... <laughs> Um, you ain't like the rest of us. Like you, you I think like for sure. I mean, you can find me on Instagram at rocks the wise R O X T H E W I S E. Yes, and Miss Tennessee Beauty, how can everybody find you? The easiest, best way to follow me on all platforms is simply Natoya Matthews, and also follow my reign as Miss Black Tennessee. Now, what did I tell you guys? I told you this would be an amazing conversation. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you laughed. And most importantly, I hope that you are loving. This is an Aja Hall. I'll see you Tuesday after next and every other Tuesday on your favorite streaming platforms. Thank you so much for listening to I Know I'm Crazy with Naja Hall.